Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is time to check in with Rob Shaw, political correspondent for Czech News. Rob, good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Let's take a look at the news conference. This was about the toxic drug crisis in BC. But as you were mentioning, this was a bit of a confusing news conference with all of the information and the messaging that was coming forward. Yeah, I mean, I think there was two really interesting kind of like different press conferences going on yesterday. One was this pushback by the coroner, uh, Lisa LaPointe, uh, and Dr. Bonnie Henry, our provincial health officer, against critics of safe supply and, and decriminalization. So you can, they didn't say it specifically, but there's Pierre Polyevra, the federal conservative leader who had a motion in the House of Commons recently saying, let's get rid of safe supply and go to treatment, uh, accused the, you know, this program of flooding the streets with drugs and, and that type of thing, selling, you know, safe supply to kids. So they were out there to say, no, that's not happening. There's no evidence of that. Um, and, you know, pushing back, I think, also against some of the mayors and councils that have been saying decriminalization, which started uh, in January for, for small amounts, is contributing to that public disorder on the streets. And we've heard that, you know, across the province, this fear that it's making the street disorder worse. So there's that part of the press conference, the, the, the countering of misinformation fear as um, the children's representative in the corner and the and Dr. Henry said, then there's the other part, which I think is, I mean, interesting and, and will get people talking, which is expanding the current program of safe supply on potency, the amount, uh, because it may not be enough, on the types of drugs that are, are you know, basically clean, safe drugs provided uh, by the government, and then how people get those drugs in, in a spectrum from Right now, we prescribe to to at one point, I mean, um, you know, this is at one point the, the chief medical health officer said, perhaps we should consider a model in the future. We're not there yet. Uh, similar to cannabis, where the government legalizes and regulates and sells, um, you know, what are right now highly illegal and and toxic and contaminated drugs. And so the spectrum of increasing this program at a time when it's under attack, I think, was the kind of the two weird parts of yesterday's press conference. And, and they're coming from medical health uh, you know, professionals in the corner who are, are on the front lines of this crisis. But, you know, Jill, you're a radio host who talks to people all day. I'm not sure what you think the reaction to the public might be on those types of things, but... Um, it, it is, I think, we are sort of at an intersection when it comes to, to talking about this, this crisis, for sure.
Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and you mentioned too. So, is the public going to be on board with this? I mean, I'm sure some people are, but but then there will be the others as well that maybe not as far as what Pierre Poiliev is saying, but we'll look at this as just okay. So we've given up. We've given up mm-hmm. getting people into treatment and suggesting this is not a healthy way of living your life. Just go ahead and do it, and we'll embrace it because it really doesn't feel like or look like the treatment part of this is is up there with the other with the other points it, i mean it's certainly going to be used i think by some people to say that and th- there is that sentiment that i think uh, politicians are are picking up on and even the ndp i think is starting to pick up a little bit on it you see the premier you know talking about doing something about street disorder and and all and mentioning that safe supply is continually and decrim is continually under review because I'm, the public is is in maybe at a different point, and that's always been one of the discussions about this experiment: is you need to bring people along with you. And you know, some of this I don't think would be controversial, like changing the way that safe supply perhaps is um, given to people. Right now, you need a prescription from a doctor or a nurse practitioner, and Dr. Henry was saying, well. In the north, you have a lot of doctors who are hesitant to do this. People don't have access to doctors. Maybe you make it a clinic model of some type with a health authority. Maybe you have a non-medical model entirely for First Nations where there's an easier way to get clean drugs uh, because you can't go through this prescription system, uh, a scalable way to do this. I mean, some people might be fine with that. Others, I think, you know, would have concerns that the the current model is is too easy to get. There was a discussion, a very interesting discussion yesterday about whether the government should be in the business of trying to push um, street drugs, uh, you know, like dealers out of business. And the coroner at one point said, would it be the worst thing in the world uh, to have enough safe supply out on the streets that you don't need to go to a drug dealer. You just can get them that way. Uh, and then it pushes illegal drug dealing out. She left it as an open question, but it's a, I mean, that's the kind of question you can talk to your, to, to your listeners about, because I don't know if that version of the future is where perhaps the public uh, and even this government um, is considering. But it was something that was sort of the undertone of some of what Dr. Henry and Lisa LaPointe were saying yesterday is maybe there's a future where the government safe supply is so prevalent where we're not just talking about hydromorphone, we're talking about stimulants, cocaine and, and meth. Those are increasingly, um, you know, part of the mix and they're toxic. And so Dr. Henry said maybe we need that as the, as the safe supply on, on stimulants as well. So is that safe supply for cocaine and, and safe prescription grade uh, alternatives to that? Um, so you see this expansion and this frustration from them that, that people are still dying, a desire to keep changing the program, and then you have the public um, concern about what's happening, and these two things collide, and the vision you got from the coroner and, the, and Dr. Henry yesterday, I'm not, I don't know if it is viable um, in the long term to push that, and I don't know at what point the provincial government, uh, it exceeds its comfort level uh, on the future that they were talking about yesterday.
Hmm, it's uh, it's going to get a lot of response and even looking and I get that the two provinces are very different, but even look at the difference then between what's happening in Alberta and the focus on treatment and then next door in BC, like you just said, literally suggesting that maybe it's the government that should take place of the drug dealers. It seems a bit bizarre. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone here argues against treatment. Um, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. There are some people out there uh, on the spectrum of advocacy who, who don't believe that, you know, forcing people into treatment or, or a treatment is, is not the first response. And I think there's a lot of people who are there. You want to keep people alive first. You need to keep them alive if they're going to use and they're not ready for treatment. And that's the whole point of safe supply. If you're going to keep using, at least use something clean. Um, but addictions treatment has kind of been weaponized a little bit by some political opponents who, especially federally, uh, are using it as a way to undermine everything else. It's an either or, you know, treatment uh, argument uh, that appeals to a lot of people who think it's going to mean taking people off the streets and forcing them into treatment and then they'll be clean and they won't go back. And I don't think that's realistic either. So there was a part of yesterday's press conference saying, Stop fear-mongering, stop politicizing, stop weaponizing, um, you know, stop distorting and misinforming people about everything from treatment to safe supply. And I, that's totally valid. That is a completely legitimate argument to make because it's being a, used as a football, not just federally. I think the BC United has come in on, on decrim and safe supply and tried to score some points uh, politically on it and, and link it to chaos. But the rest of it, the future of this, the expansion of it is a very difficult intersection of advice from nonpartisan experts and watchdogs and the political reality of a government and a public that, that may not quite be there. And that's where it's going to get very messy. All right. We'll uh, continue uh, talking about this for sure. Rob Shaw, thank you so much. OK, take care.